Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Okay, coaches, today I have Christine from The Pod Grow to talk to you about how to actually get yourself on podcasts to be interviewed. It's funny because I met Christine because she was actually getting one of her clients featured on my podcast, which was Elizabeth, who ended up doing a lot of design work for me. So we did the design and she was on my podcast. So I think this just speaks to the benefit of these connections and relationships and putting yourself out there. And I'm super excited to welcome her. She has so many good tips for you. So here we go. Welcome, Christine. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Molly. I'm so, so excited to be here. So thanks again for inviting me. Yeah, it's it's great to have you. And ironic, right, that you help people get on podcasts. And <laughs> by doing that, here you are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so Okay, so tell us a little bit about what you do and why mm -hmm. you love it. Yeah, so uh, my name is Christine and I am podcast guesting expert and strategist and founder of Podcast Growth Agency. And I help purpose-driven female entrepreneurs, coaches, uh, service providers elevate their authority and uh, generate quality leads through done-for-you services and also VIP days. But our signature service is done for you, full podcast guesting service where we take all of the work behind the scenes and our clients are just left with the fun part of actually doing the interview and yes. working with hosts and uh, you know just enjoying the fruits of their visibility. Uh, I'm also a wife. Uh, I'm a mom to two-year-old boy. And I'm also based in Europe, Latvia. So that's why you can hear my accents taking in a little bit. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, by this time, I think you for sure can call me the ultimate podcast junkie at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. What I love about what you do is so many of the coaches that listen and that follow me have such a heart for coaching, right? They're very mm -hmm. purpose-driven, like you said, and yet the marketing and sales piece is just a completely mm -hmm. new concept to figure out. And mm -hmm. so I love working with my coaches to help them find those ways where they can use their greatest gifts, their coaching and their teaching actually as their marketing instead of becoming a professional marketer, right? And mm -hmm, kind of finding mm -hmm, that place. Yeah. So what I love about this is that I think that, well, first of all, you do the hard work, right? Of getting them on podcasts. And by mm -hmm. the way, if you're listening, Christine is going to be giving you clear tips as to how you can do this as well on your own. And I, I think she has a great freebie as well and offer for you. So we're going to equip you with that. But regardless of if you have it done for you or if you do those steps, I think that as you coaches are out there more and presenting and speaking more, it is a natural way for you to grow and expand your business without spending all of your hours on algorithms. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Love it. So tell me, how did you first get interested in this and mm -hmm. really helping coaches with their podcast? Yeah, yeah. So how I get started. So my story is a bit different, I could say. Uh, so I think let me go back to 2018, 2019, when I was 
working my corporate job for international company that produced and sold cosmetic products and food supplement products. And I was also expecting my son at the time. Mm-hmm. And at that time uh, in my life, I didn't even know what an online business was. I was still very much convinced that the only way you could be say successful and increase your income is, you know, by climbing the corporate ladder and mm-hmm. work even harder and longer hours. But I already at that time, I was kind of burned out of this whole corporate world. And I'm wasn't really fulfilled in my corporate job mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted more flexibility and I already kind of knew that I don't want to go back to my previous job after maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started actually to Google my options and I mm-hmm. literally searched like how to make money online. And lucky enough, I found a, a wonderful co- community of coaches and wonderful people that helped people to start simple online business from home. Um, mm-hmm like service-based business. So I had this incredible opportunity to be mentored by nine-figure business owner by now uh, mm-hmm. on how to start, you know, whether it's a side hustle or whether it's a yeah. service-based business. Uh, so for me, I wanted to start like, a, let's say, a, a side hustle. Yeah, And yeah. he really presented the idea of podcast agent because at the time he was doing a lot of podcast guesting mm-hmm. and he really found the huge benefit of it. And I was like, Oh my God, I love this idea because mm-hmm. at that time I was still on my personal journey of how to, you know, change my life and create more opportunities for myself. Right. So right. I was a, like a huge podcast listener at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I was like completely dive into the idea. Uh, we had like a super simple, like webinar kind of course uh, on very simply, he showed, you know, what it is, mm-hmm. how you get started. And I really combined my previous uh, experience on project management on all these skills that I already mm-hmm. had. Uh, and in two weeks or so, I think I had my first client mm-hmm. and I started to book her on shows. Uh, we awesome. worked together for like a few months. She started to refer me mm-hmm. uh, to her network, to her friends. And I ended up working with them as well. And they started to refer me. Mm-hmm. And actually I caught myself uh, like, this is actually not a side hustle anymore. <laughs> Uh, so this is actually a viable business. So I made yeah. a decision that I will kind of go with it. And I uh, grew from there. And uh, yeah, I didn't go back to my previous job. Yeah. Uh, and I just, yeah. So I absolutely love that I'm able to work with incredible people, incredible clients. And I also love the fact that I'm able to see, you know, a huge impact of the work that I'm doing by connecting them with amazing hosts. And so their message, they, they can reach more people with their message. So absolutely love that I'm able to, to do that. Yes. Oh, I love it. And I love that it all began really with you knowing what you wanted and what you didn't want. Right. And Googling it and just starting. And I mean, I think that's really it. It's like, we think we have to know all the answers before but you didn't know anything about this. No, and no, here no. you I are was, now, you yeah. know everything about it and you're going <laughs> to tell us all about it. So mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, what would you say are just like the key benefits of being a podcast guest to begin with? I'm sure that by this time, we all have heard that, you know, podcast guesting is an incredible way of how you can, you know, get in front of more people, create an authentic connections, 
with the listeners and, you know, grow your audience. And I absolutely agree with all of that. But I would also love, love to tweak that and say, if you are getting in front of, you know, aligned audiences and speaking to the right people and getting in front of people that actually care about what you have to say, and, uh, you know, they also care about the solution you offer to their problems. Uh, but even more, I love podcast guesting. I think because of the outside validation it can provide for you, for your brand, for your business. Mm -hmm. uh, so because they're already, you know, are this loyal audience that trusts uh, this host that invited you to be on their platform, it instantly creates this huge outside validation for you as an expert, for you, you know, for mm -hmm. your business, for your brand, mm -hmm. and naturally it creates a huge trust and credibility in the eyes of, you know, potential buyers. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, one additional reason why I love podcast guesting so much is that uh, you get to actually spend one-on-one -on -one time with hosts as well. Mm -hmm. And majority of the time, podcast host is also a business owner looking for solutions, looking to partner up, to collaborate, yes. uh, looking yeah, to build a strategic partnerships. And you get this amazing uh, opportunity to network with other like-minded yes. people. And you never know what kind of possibilities can come out of that. Like yes. just you mentioned, like you would, uh, Elizabeth, it's amazing yes. how you uh, just one podcast interview or one pitch can change yes. so much. Yes. So that's incredible, actually, just from one podcast interview to pass it's possible. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so true because I don't think most people think about that. Right now I'm working with a like an intense six-week program I'm doing with my clients where we're doing really a lot of discovering aligned partners. And you talked about yeah. that word aligned and I want to actually talk about that next. But as we're doing this and diving in and I'm teaching them a dip about different types of partnerships and collaborations and how they help you, it's true that when you can meet more people that you cross paths with in different ways, there's just, there's never an end to the ways you can benefit. So I'll just break this down a little bit, right? Christine reached out to me to have mm -hmm. Elizabeth on my podcast. Well, since that time, Elizabeth has done three projects for me. Actually, as we speak, you know, when this comes out, my new branding may be out. I'm not exactly sure, right? But <laughs> right now, just this morning, I was messaging her. She's doing her third design project for me. I've referred her to multiple clients of mine. And mm -hmm. it's just like, sometimes it takes that one right connection Absolutely. to just make everything explode. So yeah, I, I love that you brought that up because it's not even just about the interview, but it's about the connections and the possibilities yeah. that are there. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Good. Yeah, and I think one other client just two or three weeks ago, she messaged me. So I set up uh, uh, for her to be an interview on uh, this amazing podcast. And after the, pod, uh, the interview, host actually invited her to do a paid speaking opportunity for her uh, inside her membership. Mm -hmm. So that's, again, amazing opportunity that just one connection mm -hmm. can provide for you. And I think yeah. a lot of the times also people overlook these opportunities that try to get on the biggest podcast out there yeah. trying to reach all of the listeners. But really, if you are a service provider, especially, you can also actually see the host as a potential client, as a potential mm -hmm. business partner. Mm -hmm. So you never know where these amazing opportunities yeah. can, can take you. Yeah. And okay, I want to highlight this. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I have to make a plug for this to my listeners because 
I know that as all of you are building your coaching business, there are a lot of decisions to make as far as how you spend your money. And I hear a lot of coaches talking about fear of spending more money. I don't want to spend more money until I make it back. And obviously, I do not suggest that anyone get in excessive debt or spend frivolously. Mm -hmm. I think you need to make the most of it. But I just want to highlight the value that you will get when you invest in your business. Because as I'm listening to Christine talking here and thinking about how much Elizabeth paid you and then how much I've paid Elizabeth and how much my clients have paid Elizabeth and on and on it goes. And so I just, I want to give a shout out to that and you, because here's what I think you should do, Christine. This is my business (laughs) advice for you. You didn't know you were coming for business advice. How amazing would it be to get in touch with your, some of your clients and get the numbers from them. Like how much did you make based (laughs) on this connection? And it would be so fascinating to see just the ripple effect, right? A value Mm -hmm. that they get. So I had to just make a plug for that. Yeah, that's, that's, I, yeah, that's an amazing idea. I think when the whole NFT world will be more advanced, (laughs) we can can definitely kind of tap into that. But uh, yeah, I love that. Love this advice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little about the word aligned, like aligned podcasts. And I would Mm -hmm. love to have you speak to that. And I love that you're also saying, it's not like you have to have, oh, the biggest, the most ultimate, right? Mm -hmm. It, It, this is my thing. I'm like, find the Align podcast. And also anytime you can get in front of people, take the opportunity. But talk a little bit more about how to find those podcasts that are best aligned for my clients' businesses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the first, before finding the shows, I think I, I, I want to touch on what will be actually the first steps on how you even un- will can understand what's aligned for you or not. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the first steps that I think we have heard uh, times, times and times before that we actually have to figure out like who is your ideal client and what expertise and what problems you solve for them. And also figuring out how can you, you know, package that all of that goodness into an interview topic that you can actually offer, offer to the host. Mm-hmm. So without knowing your target audience, it's actually very hard to determine the effectiveness of podcast guesting, like a marketing method, uh, versus when you know exactly who you want to reach, uh, it becomes uh, much more easier to establish really clear guidelines for the research phase. Mm-hmm. So I can give you a few examples that cre- clearly shows what a clear target audience looks like versus a very kind of a blurry one. So let's take, uh, again, the same example, <laughs> let's say uh, a web designer, you're trying to reach web designers. Uh, or uh, a web designers and Kajabi experts for health and wellness coaches. So again, again, we have established much more clear guidelines. Who are we looking for? Health and wellness coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so versus like just a simple like web designer. Mm-hmm. And also we added like Kajabi expert. Again, we know the platform. So that's mm-hmm. if we if you study enough what the Kajabi is for, you will understand it's for coaches, course creators, and membership mm-hmm. owners. So. Mm-hmm. Here you there you have it. Yeah, right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's much more easier to to kind of establish what audience are you looking for. As I always say, it is not about the size, but it's more about finding the right people who will care about what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true, right? Because you can talk to a million people, but if you're talking yeah. to five people who are 
looking for exactly what you have. Yeah. That's, Here you that's, have it. Here you have a business. Right yeah, there. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I can just share, uh, I think my go-to hack of how to find really, really aligned shows in minutes. Yes. But for this method, you will actually have to know pretty clear, again, who your audience is mm-hmm. and who are you mm-hmm. trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And maybe even your competitors mm-hmm. or maybe even someone who you are really aligning with in terms of your mentor or who you aspire mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this m- method, I like to use simple, very simple iTunes. Uh, you just type in and search let's say your competitor's name, or let's say someone who you really aspire to and is has the same target audience. The main criteria here, here is has the same target audience as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you type in uh, this competitor's name or the person's name who are you searching for, and guess what will happen? You will have the list of shows where this person has been featured on, mm-hmm. and you can actually just go through these shows and see what's uh, maybe it's best, maybe it's a fit for you too. And I think I'm pretty sure that the host of these shows will love to hear from you too. If you have a different angle, maybe if you have something additional that you would like to share because they have the same target audience and you would be, you know, perfect fit for those kind of shows. And it really takes a few minutes if you know exactly who are you looking for. And maybe if you've done your research and you kind of notice maybe on social media that, hey, this is my competitor actually, or this this is someone I aspire to, or hey, we have the same target audience. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a designer again for nutrition coaches. And uh, yeah, so, and you also maybe serve nutrition coaches. So just an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you have it. You can actually take that person's name and search it and see uh, the shows that this person has been on. Yeah. So smart. I love it. Easy hack. Yeah. Um, Super, super easy. Yeah. And so, okay. So we're talking about finding podcasts and then I want to pause for just a minute before we talk more about like a great pitch, which I know Mm -hmm. that you're an expert at, but we were talking before, you know, we came on air here about the idea of can you make it more likely that people are actually seeking you out for interviews, right? To have more visibility to get invited. And you had some good thoughts to share about that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the main uh, thing to remember here is if you are showing up on your own, meaning maybe on your social media page, maybe you are collaborating with others. And if you strategically collaborate, for example, let's say for IG Live or Facebook Live or maybe for online summit. And if you choose people who also are podcasters, the chances are that you will get invited to their platform if you show yourself really good. It's mm-hmm. the chances are pretty high. So if you do the work by yourself already showing up on your social media, creating maybe content, going live, collaborating with other experts. And again, you don't have to collaborate with the biggest names out there. You mm-hmm. just have to start, you know, with the, the people like you who are also building their businesses, who are looking for collabor- uh, for partners, who are looking for relationships to build those strategic relationships. So that's mm-hmm. an absolutely amazing place where you can start. And I'm sure that uh, if you do the work, if you show up, people will start reaching out to mm-hmm. you directly. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's just another benefit, right? Of being on the podcast makes you more visible. People are going to come. And I want to say one thing also, you know, to, to my listeners, as you know, as I've been talking so much about this in my groups and we had uh, in the Masterful Coach Collective, we had Carrie Marshall come in a few weeks ago. She's a master coach, was helping with their coaching. And one thing she was talking about was like, stake your claim as a coach on what you do. And this is something we've really been focusing on as I've been helping some of my coaches to really lean into the problem they solve, right? Getting more specific. And I just think there's so much value in, and I know it's like easier said than done, right? Because we all feel these insecurities. Am I really an expert? But I think doing the work, all of you listening, doing that work to really see and understand where you are an expert and claiming that is so important because people want experts to come on their podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I also think the more you do this visibility work, I have heard from my clients times and times again, the more podcasts they do, the more clear it becomes for them who they help. Because with time, they see that all of hosts that we reach out to ask for the same topic. So with time, they understand, hey, I'm actually, this is my like niche. Like this is like this is what people want. So yeah, with a few months or so, they just message me and say, Hey, Christine, this not only helped me generate leads, but oh my God, I am so clear now on what my niche is even clearer than before. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, it's the feedback, right? Yeah. This, this group that I'm working with for this six weeks, it's like, that's what I've told them. We're good. We're just going to keep going and going and put yourself out there because the more you do, you get feedback, you get data. And the more you speak about it, it's like yeah. that message just becomes crystal clear. So, so much value in that. Okay. Tell us about your steps to what you call a killer pitch. Yes. yes Everyone absolutely. wants this. Everyone <laughs> wants to know that. Yes. Take a pen and paper, whatever it is, because yeah. I'm going to give you exactly a step-by-step guide. Like I have, well, literally I have my notes here, yeah. so I don't forget anything, but yeah, let's, let's, let's start. So first of all, uh, super important subject line, mm-hmm. uh, should be super clear, catchy. If you mm-hmm. can create mm-hmm. that, uh, and also try to keep it, uh, under seven to 10 words, 10 is like absolute maximum, like six would be perfect, mm-hmm. but seven, like, like just kind of being that space, <laughs> mm-hmm. being that email space with, uh, uh, like an understanding, like, like the recipient understands what it is. Mm-hmm. Second, super important, use the host's name. I know it's super simple, but it instantly shows that this is not a copy paste email to mm-hmm. all of hosts out there. Mm-hmm. And I highly suggest also double check the grammar. Uh, if we have some, you know, interesting words, just like me, I'm Christine. So actually when somebody is doing their homework and actually uh, writing my name correctly, like I will instantly see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I know that this is not some, you know, copy paste email. So Super mm-hmm. important, super simple, and mm-hmm. uh, but important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, yeah, uh, in the first kind of paragraph, lead with um, start with a genuine like compliment, uh, just by appreciating their work and letting mm-hmm. hosts know that you appreciate the work that they're they're doing because podcasting is a serious labor of love. And I also suggest be really specific and highlight 
specific episode you loved and why it resonated with you. Try to keep it mm-hmm. short and sweet, but be really, really specific. Show mm-hmm. what specific episode you loved and why it made such a big difference for mm-hmm. you. Then I would say lead into more about you and try to create like a like a killer mini bio. I will share the link for my masterclass where you can kind of understand how to create your mini bio. Yeah, that would be perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that would include like who you are, who you serve. You brag a little bit about you, but not like too much. Like mm-hmm. it's like 10 sentences or so. No, I suggest to keep it under like three max sentences. It's complete maximum. Mm-hmm. More like one to two strong sentences so they would understand why it's a good fit. And also, if possible, I would say adapt your bio to each show that you are also sending it to. Mm-hmm. It will definitely make a difference. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Uh, then lead with the ideas you have how you can contribute to their audience, mm-hmm. what ideas you have like for potential episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suggest uh, you can uh, share like one to two topic ideas with uh, short descriptions so the host can better understand, okay, what's the topic will be really about. Mm-hmm. If you can, you can create like a super catchy topic name because 95 even percent of the time, if your topic uh, is great, they will use the same title as the episode title, actually. And you will mm-hmm. understand that, hey, it's something, it's good. Like, mm-hmm. let, it can mm-hmm. stay on my podcast. You somewhere. have the validation right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This, is, this works. This is good. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, I suggest add your social media handles. You don't, don't expect the host will look for you online. Mm-hmm. They're busy people. They need to mm-hmm. have everything in front of them. I usually hyperlink them. If I want to be super fancy and I have the resources, I will create a landing page, like press page mm-hmm. with, you know, with one click, it will take to beautiful press page with my branding. Who am I? My speaking topics. What can I offer mm-hmm. to you? But I still suggest don't just leave a, a press page and expect them to choose a speaking topic. Your speaking topic should be adapted to the audience you're sending them to. Yes. Uh, but landing page is just to be like, more fancier and it just shows that you are more established and you know you open it it's a beautiful branding your headshots uh and everything about you your links where can people connect maybe some of your stats how many Mm -hmm. followers or this and that you have it definitely helps Mm -hmm. and i always uh also love to add like previous media features so they can kind of get a, a good understanding of your what 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 do you like as a speaker what is your energy so kind of like one to two previous media appearances if you have if you mm-hmm. have them if you don't have them don't stress out just if you have an IG live or Facebook live or any collaboration or maybe you were mm-hmm. a speaker on online summit anything you have mm-hmm. it's good enough to start don't stress if you don't have any podcast feature yet, you will get mm-hmm. there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And as you also do this work consistently, make sure you also change them up and add uh, newer and newer uh, podcast episodes. Mm, yeah. And I o- always, I like to go that extra mile and leave a five-star review, like in a maybe PS, like, hey, it was no brainer to show mm-hmm. my support and leave a five-star review and mm-hmm. also just share, I would love to share the 
the possible episode with my audience. Like just let them know that you will be that amazing guest who will actually share. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Super important tip is always follow up because again, hosts are busy and they're receiving tons of pitches. So uh, I recommend following up starting from seven days. Mm -hmm. That will be like polite, Mm -hmm. polite way to kind of follow Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And I would say follow up three times, maybe four and fifth, maybe they will answer, but if not, just let it go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just let it go well, because yeah, it's don't, don't be that uh, guest who will follow up like 10 times <laughs> on all yes. the platforms. Don't do that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that I want to highlight a couple of things that you're sharing here for my listeners, because one of the things you said about like really using their name and yeah. making sure you're using their name correctly. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, you know, you talked about a genuine compliment. And I want to pause on both of those because I, I remember I actually, you know, I get DMs all the time from people trying to sell me this or that. And I got this video that looked personalized mm-hmm. and I clicked on it to watch it. And actually, all it was is they had done a screenshot of my web page but the video was so obviously a standard video that they just like mm-hmm. popped on there and it just missed the mark. It's yeah. like, if you're going to, if this is really personal, right? Give a genuine compliment, take a yeah. genuine interest in it. And so I think it it really does make a difference to do those little things. And I know that as you're talking, I'm sure some of my listeners are thinking, oh gosh, this sounds like a lot of work. Here's what I would say. It is work, right? And you can either spend time or you can Mm -hmm. spend money and they can hire you, right? So we either have to invest time or money in our business or some combination of it. But what I'll say is I think it's so important to do the work because when Christine was talking about following up, I was just laughing inside because Christine had to follow up with me a lot of times. (laughs) She reached out and I had many different things going on. I'm managing my team. I'm getting messages all the time. And so absolutely, as Christina is saying, you don't want to be a pest or an annoyance, but don't be afraid to follow up. And when your follow-up is genuine, and I think especially when you ask for closure, like I've had some people say sometimes, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you. You know, I'll assume you're not interested. I think it's good to to really let them know that you do care and you're not mm-hmm. just they're not just on a hit list. Yeah. But the yeah. follow-up is a big deal because every time Christine would respond to me, or sometimes when other people say, Hey, I'm just checking in on this, I'm so grateful. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm thinking, okay, good. Yes, I still want to do that, that it just hasn't made it on my list yet. So do the work. Yeah, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you're so right because you have to uh, invest whether it's time, whether money, but if it's time, at least I'm 95% sure that if you invest the time and it will actually do the homework and it will actually create a a genuine pitch, you will get get some kind of a response uh, than a complete radio silence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... It's like uh, if you're going to do it, don't take you don't want to overcomplicate it, right? You want to be smart with your time, but don't take too many shortcuts. Don't try to speed through this too quickly because the quality for sure matters. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay. So this is awesome. Tell me before, as we wrap up, tell my listeners what you have for them. I know I'm going to have links in the show notes to everything. I know you have an awesome gift for them and tell them about that and where they can find you. Yeah. Awesome. So yes, uh, like I mentioned, I have a free uh, masterclass pitching and booked that will go into even more depth on, on how to, you know, find the right shows, how to do the research, how to pitch them, how to also track your results. So all of these goodies will be in this free masterclass and you can find it at going to thepodgirl.com slash masterclass. Once again, it's thepodgirl.com slash masterclass. Pretty obvious that my website is thepodgirl.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, also you can find me on my Instagram. I'm an Instagram girl. So the pod girl as well. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And LinkedIn, Christine Barbite, but it's super hard. So just uh, let's just keep it Instagram and website and free masterclass. I will hope to see you all there. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And all of this is in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. This is just a huge benefit to my audience. And I look forward to having you in my community in the near future as well. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much again for reminding me. This has been so fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclaire.com for details.